V Club vibes. Oh my right god, now. isn't it? I know, I know. Hello, welcome or welcome back to Photo Slut. I am Laura Lamb Mallet. I am a photographic artist, educator, and full time photo slut. holiday I keep telling this to people and I don't think they think it's as funny as I do but we were sat around the table and my granddad said to my uncle his son he was like push a sparkling water over <laughs> he just pushed it over it's <laughs> like oh god I nearly wet myself on the table <laughs> that's really like my kind of humor I hope I can utilize that soon oh my god I know <laughs> As I'm always on the scout I'm always mining for Slapstick. Yeah, for, for some good like, comedy. <laughs> There's nothing like watching someone fall over. That's that always gets me. I'm so surprised that I've never fallen over, out the front there. <laughs> me too. I'm always like on the cusp of it, and there's always one step it's that a I stand waiting on. Waiting to happen. Well, have you had an accident at work that wasn't your fault? Um, so we are here today. It's so weird, isn't it, to have to do it? <laughs> the intro is the worst part. Once the intro's done, we're plain sailing. Once we have enough chicken wine. Chicken wine, <laughs> chicken wine, sponsored by chicken wine. Um, who are you and why are we here? Where are we? Metaphysically. Um. In space and time, <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Uh, I'm Christine. Yes. We are at my house, um, also known as Sertia Gallery or Serkia, if you're Italian. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always wondering. So is it Serkia? It's actually Serkia, which okay. uh, my entire American family has always called it Sersha. Okay. Um, and it wasn't until we met my Italian family in 2005, and they were like, wait, how do you say it? And we were like, Sersha. And they were like, no, no you've been saying it wrong your You're entire life, you fucking idiots. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it because the ch in Italian is the two C's? Is, is that right? The CH sound is what we would describe as a k so it's oh like okay but then to Cerchia. but then if you do a ch in italian what's that yeah that's double c is it okay yeah. <laughs> i love it i love the italian language i've forgotten all of it so i'm not very good anymore same just drink a little more wine oh yeah and then i'll be like da, 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 da. <laughs> so we're here in your gallery and your house one and the same one and the same in bristol in um, that's as far as I'm going to go. I'm always <laughs> so close to giving people a slight look. Well, I suppose it it's is a online. Gallery. Yeah, yeah, it's online. It's online. It's on Google yeah. Maps now, finally. So, yeah, I know. I always have to then like Google the road again and be like, no, I know where it is. Um, why Bristol? Have I asked you this before? Why do you live in Bristol? Uh, it's really it? funny because um, I've, I've made no secret of the fact I really didn't want to move here. Yeah. So and many uh, people don't. <laughs> so many people don't. I don't even think I really liked it when I came. Like, it was all right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really know that much about it. But mm. uh, my partner was born here. Oh, and okay. was desperate to get out of London. Yeah. And um, I did everything in my power not to move here, mm. uh, to be honest. Where did you live in London? Uh, all over the place. Okay. I mean, uh, at the time when we sold our flat, we were living in Clapham. And um, before we found uh, what's now the gallery, uh, we rented in Balham for a while. And, You're uh, South London yeah, girly. Yeah, no one would ever visit you if, you if you live south of the river. I'm North London girly. <laughs> Come on. Okay. But they, you know, there's kind of that divide in Bristol as well. Oh, yeah. I didn't really yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah. Like, it's south and north. Yeah, yeah. I, Once you cross that bridge. Yeah. Now I live in South Bristol. I'm otherwise. like, 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, where I live you're is in the cool most maddest region. place. No, you're in the cool place. <laughs> no. You're in like the Shoreditch of Bristol. <laughs> and I'm in like, I don't even know how I would describe it. Like, when my friends come down and they're around like where I live, like bearing in mind, we all grew up in like near Camden, right? And they're always like, this is the maddest place. And I think if you're from Camden and you think where I live is mad, we really have to... You that know, says it all. Yeah, <laughs> say no more about that. Um, but yeah, it's a bit crazy down my neck of the woods, but I probably contribute to that slightly. But yeah, so so you came in Bristol. Yeah, absolutely. You'll hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Um, no, there's some nice places actually down there. Um, so you didn't want to come to Bristol, but... You don't have a choice. Yeah, no, um, it wasn't until, it's funny because we bought the house in August of 2019 and um, I was still working in London mm. and uh, doing everything in my power to stay oh there. And uh, I, uh, it wasn't until the pandemic uh, when I got made redundant and I was like, oh fuck, now I have to move You there. have to have a choice, divine <laughs> but, intervention. I mean, I put up a good fight and I was living and in London and freelancing mm. for about a year, but um, it was it was it was a, a real struggle, struggle yeah. and um, I kept going back on the coach and and then coming back here mm. and then going back and yeah. I wouldn't see anyone that I knew because it was like locked down and yeah. whatever and um, I was like, why am I keep coming back to get? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so true. I mean. <laughs> Bristol bus station views. is the most depressing place. <laughs> on the so I'm not lying. second yeah. only to Victoria Coach Station. Victoria Coach Station. <laughs> never like in the 15 years that I've been using it, never will I go in the right direction. <laughs> I hate it. But, and there's a really like depressing pub just next to it where I go for go like go to the toilet before I get on the coach and it's so depressing that's, a, that's like my weekly ritual yeah and they've <laughs> always got like really bad football on and I think it's like a green king pub and oh yeah, so, yeah yeah I yeah. just hang out there by myself I mean <laughs> I say it's bad I still go there so. it's still my most yeah. frequented it's place in London <laughs> when my bank statement comes out it's just like yeah your most supported vendor of the year oh my god you're in the top 1% of drinkers <laughs> yeah. no yeah that's yeah I think it's it's really tough and I think only recently maybe this will be news to my friends if they listen to this but that there's a wrestle within me to go back to London and it's always I threaten there. to go back every yeah. day it's always and when I'm there I'm actually the only one who cares she's like no please don't go I was like I'll probably see you more don't if I leave. move there. <laughs> yeah it's, I mean I always say to my friends I well, where will you come for a visit if I live down the road from you you know yeah. it is hard I mean I think the photography culture is probably keeping me here a little bit more. Yeah, I do feel obligated yeah. now. Yeah, like. I, know, I know. We're just powerhouses of the industry, you know. We leave. What would Bristol do without Photoshop? Oh my God, what would it do without Sir Gallery? I'm going to pronounce it right now. I love coming here when it when there's an exhibition on. I'm hoping that people who who are listening to this haven't come because I'd like to describe what the atmosphere is like, but. The first time I came here, and I think about this every time I'm on your doorstep. It's Bristol Airport, International <laughs> Airport now. Um, I always feel like I'm trick-or-treating. I always have that vibe when I'm walking up to the door because it's so, it's so unusual to come to a gallery that's in a house like this. And it's so like, 
I love it. It is kind of a little speakeasy. And, yeah. Um, you can always tell when someone, it's someone's first time. Uh, and they're, they're kind of like looking mm. through the window mm. like, is this the right and place? There, and there's a little curve in the path where someone yeah. goes, and they like stare <laughs> around. Yeah. There's currently no signage either. So they um they knock on the door and they're like, um, is this supposed to be a gallery? Oh. And I was like, to some. Maybe. <laughs> Aren't we all galleries in our own respect? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I loved it. Like I think it, it, well, it helped. Also that. famously there's um an a twenty four Elm Grove road in fish ponds which is 45 minutes away and um, I've had it happen so many times where people are like I think I'm right outside and I was like are you in fish ponds oh well you know fish ponds is very up and coming now so <laughs> that's why people probably go I hear there good things yeah. never been I mean it's near the big Tesco and Ikea so that's enough what for more me do you want? what more do you want <laughs> um but no I love it when I come here because it's like it's always like the usual suspects but there's there's a real nice it's probably because I hate galleries. <laughs> I hate them. This is the perfect yeah, gallery for you. Then. It really is because yeah, I I feel, I feel like I can be involved with everything, on an intimate level as opposed to like, in a, like it's not clinical and institutional and like. That's what I like about it too, yeah. and um, it's mm. uh, it's really nice, especially people who who come every time to every show mm. and um. Uh, like I'll always, <laughs> everyone knows, I always have free wine and beer yeah, to yeah, lure, yeah. lure yeah, in yeah. the masses. Get them in, yeah. And um, but now certain people, Fra is one of them, yeah. uh, <laughs> will come and she'll be like, can I actually have a cup of tea? And, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah, no, not like no, I'll no. know the usual drinks. Yeah. And <laughs> Let me just go and get me kettle on. <laughs> no, it is, it's really nice. And yeah, it's like, it always sort of filters around and it's quite, you can always feel like in, like during the evening, like everybody's sort of looking at everything to begin with and then there's like a level where everybody sort of settles down oh yeah a little bit and then everyone's just like chatting and looking at stuff and whatever but yeah, i really like it i'm excited for D should we plug the next show shall we oh my god uh is it well you'll know the exact date so you plug the show um i am honored to share that jamie murray will yes. be having his solo exhibition folly and also, his debut publication yeah. will be available, and we will be opening the 27th of September. So this is going to go out uh, nine days after that, but then that people will still have three It'll weeks to on. come. Yeah, <laughs> And this is going to go out in 2026, so uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> no, so it, and it will be on for a month, won't it? Yeah, yeah. so it'll be on through 29th of October. Oh, no yeah it's so exciting i can't wait yeah. um i mean for people unfamiliar with jamie's work mm. get familiar for a start but yeah, um, yeah. it's the most first of all get to know yeah. it yeah <laughs> you can pre-game with the publication which is mm. one of the most beautiful mm. photo books that yeah. i think has been released this year and there's yeah. so many special details about it shout out to tom booth woodger oh yeah uh, always shout out tom yeah yeah always <laughs> shout out tom but um it's just an incredibly special body of work mm. and it's at once speaking on a broad level about something that could happen to anyone yeah but yeah. then also a really personal interpretation mm. um which every single image is an absolute knockout yeah and, it's, a cool um, it's just mm. you can't stop looking at it and i i can always tell when i'm before i invite someone to exhibit here if if i can't stop thinking about the work yeah. 
and um, losing sleep over it. Uh, I know that. You're coming in. Yeah, you're yeah. coming you're in. Coming whether in. you like you're it or not, in. against yeah, exactly. your will. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's he's on the road. He's on the road. <laughs> no, and that's super exciting. How do you, here's one that I always wanted to ask you, but I never want to ask you on the night because I don't want to freak you out. How do you mentally cope with having all these people in your house? And can you, I mean, I know like physically you can shut doors, but is it like kind of weird, like exhausting to like have everybody here? Uh, or not really. <laughs> uh, I usually, I mean, I've gotten used to it, but mm. when we when I first started having exhibitions here, like mm. the very first, it was it was just after lockdown three. Oh. Um, there was a train strike. It mm. was pouring rain, and um, I had three artists and myself looking out the window, staring into the abyss, oh. and um, uh, and like being like, any minute now, someone's gonna come, come to the oh opening, and um, only two people showed up. Uh, one Sean Murr and the other okay. Louis Stopforth and I was like thank fuck at least there's two <laughs> people still like, yeah, outnumbered yeah. the artists outnumbered the number of people who showed up but um, so at first it was really chilled and mm. you know no one knew about it yeah. and um, it was it was quite comical to me like oh yeah. lol this is a gallery but is yeah, it I gallery? used to keep hearing it <laughs> and I was like what is this that it people was... are talking about? <laughs> but that's kind of what you want, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was nice, I think, because it, it spread through word of mouth and recommendation. Mm -hmm. And um, so we were like, all right, um, obviously no one came opening day, but we were like, well, let's do, let's have an artist talk and that'll yeah. get people, you know, interested and yeah. in learning more about the work. And actually quite a few people mm. showed up and we had uh, Victoria Doyle, moderate okay. who was really good friends with the artist right. my first ever exhibiting artist and artist in residence who stayed here multiple times it's so nice to have them yeah. stay in my home and get to know them as people as well but so it was um Anne Earhart Cameron Williamson and Eva Louisa Jonas okay. and then um the conversation moderated by Victoria Doyle and uh they invited Aaron Schumann who of yeah. course teaches at UE mm. uh, to come to the talk and that was the first time I met him oh. and um, he was really quizzing me and asking me loads of questions I hadn't even thought of That's like, someone like what him. are you doing with this <laughs> 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 like what is this place it's mm. a gallery but it's your house what are you yeah. doing what are your plans kind of thing and um uh and then unbeknownst to me uh three months later he had written this big beautiful yeah, article I in remember. British Journal of Photography uh, talking about Bristol's photo renaissance and um, you know how Martin Parr Foundation and Royal Photographic yeah. Society uh, are, are two of the kind of leaders who, who made yeah. Bristol into this photo mecca and then mm. everyone who's passionate about photography following suit and yeah. I think I think it's really impossible to not look at Yui and the mm. work that is coming out of there and how it's magnetizing uh, people from all over the country to okay, come Okay, should we stay in Bristol for a bit then? <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> it's our responsibility to stay. No, yeah, I mean, they yeah. do make it hard to leave, I have to say. Uh, I think one of the, the major components, like something that was really different mm. and that whenever I'm weighing up, you know, abandoning mass exodus, like heading back to London and staying here, uh, I, something that has been really rewarding is that no one here is competing with anyone else. Yeah. They want everyone to do well. Yeah. And you just want everyone to be exactly who they are and yeah. do what they're doing the best they can. And there's and, no and the one people who, 
if there are any people who are like that. Yeah. They just go back to London. No. Yeah. <laughs> no well, I'm well, they're not. It's they're not welcomed with open arms. I would say. Yeah, I or, think. Or, or maybe they just learn to behave. Yeah, I yeah. think they. I think they learn to see things in a new way. Yeah, and absolutely. That, that, you put it better than I did. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Because um, I think, you know, photography, everyone's a photographer now. Mm. And if you think of it in a way that you're competing with others to make something visual that's important to you, yeah. uh, you're, you have the scarcity mindset that doesn't let you have the freedom to create what really... Mm needs to come from you and everyone's so unique and yeah no matter what you do it's what you do differently that sets you apart and i feel like there is a freedom here to just do that no matter how weird you are i, I agree <laughs> i mean bristol is a place to be weird yeah, yeah I, think I think that's why the gallery is doing so well <laughs> i'm like what the no i, I agree <laughs> because there is like like i was really i was really itching to make the podcast because i was so I so thought, like, my absolute worst nightmare was, like, this moronic girl from somewhere else would come in with the same idea as me and make this, like, kind of photo... Po well, it is a photo podcast, but it's kind of funny and it's, like, a bit weird. And then I was like, I have to do it because if I don't do it now, I'm done. So really, actually, I'm just competing with the idea of me somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> you know? I don't know. But in, not, in a, not in a, like, ego way, just in a... I agree. Well, they you certainly can't... wouldn't have a better um, <laughs> podcast name. Well, thank you. <laughs> Somebody told me, who was it? Someone said they were talking about it and they were like, oh, is that the one with the funny name? Like, are they not all funny? Messy Truth, that's kind of funny. That is funny. Small Voice, that's kind of funny. When I think of the small voice, a small voice, I think of, have you ever seen Rob Brydon do that yeah. impression? <laughs> like, yeah, I think about that. I like um, it even better now. <laughs> there you go. See, I'm doing everyone's PR for them. Um, no, yeah, I know what you mean, though. There is a, there's definitely an air of, like, you have the room to, oh, I hate to say it like this, but, like, to flourish. Or, like, I really feel like people are on your side here. Like, they yeah. want it to do well. And, like, people don't come to the gallery because for any reason other than they, they want to be here, you know, yeah. and they want to be a part of it and they want to, like... You know, I don't know. It's it is okay. a nice yeah. feeling. And um, it's surprisingly wholesome. It's really wholesome. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, is this my gallery? Yeah, when I brought my family here for the for the Mother's Day exhibition. Oh, my God. I love meeting them. Oh, yeah. They were like, this is so weird. And I'm like, I know. And I think it's because they still, well, there are so many people through no fault of their own that still have this association with, uh, with galleries as being clinical and institutional and you know there's like little things that say don't touch and you know it's not it's not a f exciting atmosphere where you come in and learn and you know all that sort of stuff and people are really like got their guard up maybe or feel like oh I'm not intellectually enough to be here or whatever, whatever it is but um yeah I think they were really shocked by it yeah that's really they loved it I mean, that's a nice way to be shocked. I really want it to be as accessible as possible. Oh. You know, like no art speak, just yeah. genuinely what's there and yeah. why it's important to you. Mm. Or, mm. And um, I really want everyone to feel welcome. And one thing that I think really I wasn't expecting when people did start coming to the gallery is how much time they take to... Yeah to be in that room mm. and spend with the work. And I think mm. because it's so private and um, 
you know, if you look out every window of the gallery, there's a tree and you, you yeah. kind of feel safe. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> safe. You know, you're a multifaceted person and you're not just your gallery. So how did you get here to to have the gallery like mentally, you know, physically? Like what's the journey here? It's funny because, um, you know, I I studied photography mm. and uh, a long time ago mm. and it wasn't. I guess in my mind, uh, when I when I was an undergrad and going to art school, I remember there was a time, <laughs> the first week, where I was like, am I going to make it? Mm, like, mm, uh, mm. it was just such a different way of thinking. And yeah. everyone seemed to get it. And mm. I was like, I don't know that I do. Right. And I really thought so many times about quitting. But there was something, and I think there is something about art that isn't even a, a choice. It yeah. just comes out of you yeah, and in you to make you're it. just the medium and um it's like using your body to to, to go and do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Um, when I when I was in art school I worked at uh I worked at the university gallery mm. and um I was always helping uh like the seniors with their final show and installing and everyone's like Christine you spend so much time helping other people with their work yeah uh you should be focusing on yourself and your own work and um they're like you're probably going to be a curator and i was like no i'm not and they're like yeah you are and i was like no i'm gonna be a photographer whatever mm, um, don't worry about me <laughs> <laughs> and i actually did uh when i was in my 20s uh i was living in providence rhode island and i was doing really well as a photographer mm. and i had a bunch of really horrible uh, minimum wage or lower mm. jobs, you mm. know, like uh, pulling pints or mm. like whatever. Uh, I taught, I taught a, a course on uh, how to teach teenagers how to write artist statements about their work. Right. And um, right. uh, I'd love that. <laughs> I need that again. Um, yeah. But then, you know, like afterwards, I would just go work at a bar or something. Mm. And um, I was working. I was also doing assistant curator again for no money mm. and it was just like I just got used to starting at the bottom and working my way up and mm. when I came to the UK things were were similar in some regards but mm. different in others and um, I was invigilating unpaid for so many galleries thinking you know if I work hard enough they'll give me a job and that that wasn't really the case how do people who invigilate not like kill everyone in the building because <laughs> there's only so long I can spend by myself in my mind before I'm ready to throw some hands you know oh it's yeah I mean well I've met a lot of really interesting people that way actually uh I've been fighting so hard to stay in London and not to move mm -hmm. to Bristol the best and, uh, place in the world yeah. <laughs> the best place on earth <laughs> yeah and I um uh, I remember sitting on the floor in one of the rooms that's now the gallery and I had had boxes in there since August of 2019 that mm. I hadn't opened. And the first one I opened had uh, some artwork that I had been collecting over the years. And um, I remember the first one that I saw was a photograph by Santa Simmons that I, was kind of the, the print that came with a special edition yeah. of her book that I bought from Weber Gallery. And um, I just, uh, I got a hammer and a nail and um, I just put, it without even, just put it on the wall. And I was like, hey, Guess what? <laughs> I was like, you know what? Um, yeah. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna die, and this is the proverbial end of the earth, yeah. and the global pandemic's gonna wipe us all out, uh, I'm gonna go. fulfill yeah, my dream yeah, job yeah, yeah. and finally open my own gallery. Yeah. And um, but then I didn't die, so I was like, oh, I guess I better oh. come up with another exhibition. Right, let's uh, <laughs> on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it's funny because my version of that was sort of like two years before when I was saying about my parents leaving to Italy and all of that and then like I worked in a pub and I lived in a pub in Bath and then I went out there I quit my job at the pub and I went out to join them in Italy and I think when I say that people think it's like this you know Mary Kate and Ashley's style you know Laura takes Milan like type of thing we literally lived in like a house on the side of a mountain in the middle of Italy like no one speaks English oh my god no one cares about you know what's going on um and it why was did great. you come back? No. <laughs> yeah, why did I come back? Why, I, honestly, I loved it so much because I couldn't really speak Italian even though I was learning. But I would speak to like, I would just speak to the nonnas in the supermarket every yeah. day, even though they didn't understand what I was saying. They didn't, you know, but it was great. But I, I describe it as my sort of like Bon Iver era because I only had my parents for company and it drove me mad. And oh, I was really? like, what am I going to do? And then I was like, I think I need to go back and study because it was suggested to me before that I should yeah. go and study again. Um, this is so embarrassing, but I remember I didn't have much content for Instagram. So this is so funny. I, <laughs> like, like I don't know why I've never said this before, but I wrote <laughs> the reasons out, which will soon be obvious. Uh, no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they will be. I was reading like BJP or something and I, I read a quote that Aaron had written. <laughs> wrote it out and then photographed it for Instagram to like generate content about photography and like I was grasping at straws and like I was like making pictures like making collages like out of old work and like reposting things through a photography but I didn't have a, a grip on anything so I came back to Bristol actually I'd never lived here before so I came to Bristol wow and yeah. that was your first that, that was, was your it. intro that was it I was done your yeah. Bristol debut I was either going to be Bristol or Brighton um, you made the right choice. Yeah, I did. Made the right <laughs> choice. Yeah, um, Brighton wasn't really my vibe. Oh no offense. Uh, I mean, I love Brighton actually. So yeah, I, I didn't want to study I'm there. I'm just glad you're here. Yeah, yeah here <laughs> I am. Yeah, my sister was in Brighton. It's so expensive for what it is. Really, it's not my it's not my vibe. I like Bristol a lot. Um, my mum described Bristol as being uh, the grit in my oyster. Ooh. Yeah, she said it's made I need me your mum to start titling on oh, my future exhibitions. Oh, I know, exhibitions. she's really good at that sort of stuff. She's actually done a piece <laughs> of writing for um, the work that I was working on when I came to see you. Oh, amazing. I sort of like revamped it. and it, Well, sort of, I like tore its pieces and then revamped it. Um, and she has written a piece for that. And she's so good at writing. Oh my God. Yeah. Does she want to review any? Yeah, let's get on it. <laughs> she's such a good it's writer. A she doesn't write enough. Stuff. Well, she works in advertising. So she knows how to get everyone oh, on side. Oh, she knows exactly yeah. what she's... No wonder. That's where you get it from. <laughs> mm, I know. I just wish I had a bit more like pizzazz. Um, but yeah. So I can hear everybody so well on the... I love this. I feel yeah. like a meerkat. Like, um, okay. Sorry. I diverted us away from... from you in the gallery yeah but you decided it's now or never yeah mm. yeah but it was the interesting to hear came. i didn't know that you lived in italy and mm. uh i i lived in italy for a bit yeah. after i graduated uni oh and, really uh, one oh my of God, my kindred spirits my i know it's like my favorite place in the world mm. but obviously because my family's italian and i yeah. really wanted to meet them and get to where know did them. you live uh firenze I have a tattoo that I got in Florence here. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it there. Yeah. I was in Umbria. So like just below Tuscany and Beautiful. that would be like my, I would go on a trip to um, Florence in my car. Yeah. Forensic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting. It's so romantic. Um, and looking at all the Gucci shops and is it the Ponte Vecchio yeah, as well? It is yeah, the Ponte yeah, Vecchio. yeah. 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 
I love it there as well. But it was so interesting because that was my first real time that I'd left America and mm. gone somewhere new. And mm. it's funny because I lived in Niagara Falls, New York, my entire yeah. life. And um, you just assume the rest of the world is somewhat yeah. similar, which yeah. if you've ever been to Niagara Falls, pray to God Wait, is it that on, it's not is like it on the, How is it? Oh, there's two. There's one. There's one on the Canadian side and the American side. Okay. Um, so there's a point on. Uh, I think there's four bridges. Is that right? I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> embarrassing, but um, uh, they there's like a plaque if you're walking across the bridge. Yeah. And um, where it's like the halfway point where you can be in both countries. That's so, so exciting! I love that. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> love that. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, this all seems the place for a natural break. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. yeah, and then we'll get into your inspiration. I also want to just—I also want to confirm that this is your actual voice. And yeah, you're yeah. not just putting it on because no, you know, have a podcast. Know. So your many voice people is say that. Per- no, thank you. I've heard the rumors, and I just want to go on record and say your true. voice is genuinely yeah. always this sexy. Yeah. I just tone it. I toned down the um the Danny Dyer <laughs> slightly. Yeah, Luke does an impression of me when I've had a couple of drinks, and it just goes Camden Town, Camden Town. <laughs> but no, yeah, no, it is. I know so many people have said that to me, and I I've know. lived my whole life. I always that, say to them, I was yeah. like, no, that's her real no, that's voice. My voice. She yeah. sounds like that all yeah. the time. I'm just not like screeching like a banshee like 24-7. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Uh, new year, new me, bombshell. Okay. Um, talking of other bombshells, well, wh- what order do you want to bring your inspiration in? Oh, I don't, I, maybe chronological? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. Actually. Okay. Maybe that's a good starting point. Which yeah. technically... Yeah, maybe this is the the one to start with. Oh my then. god, because he's a bombshell to me. <laughs> speaking of photo bombshells. Speaking of photo bombshells, we have uh, lying on the table here Niagara by Alex Soth, friend of the podcast. Well, he might not be. <laughs> he probably wouldn't Enemy say he is. <laughs> Enemy of the podcast. No, friend of the podcast. In my mind, he's a friend of the podcast. Um, so tell me about it. Because it's not just the fact that we have the book, is it? No, well. It was really, actually, it was a really overwhelming thing to request because um, uh, when you were, when you requested three pieces of mm. inspiration, mm. and I was like, where does one begin? Um, but I always kind of like to give a nod to where I'm from, mm. uh, just because it's such a weird, uh, yeah. <laughs> wonderful place. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and Which I, is? Niagara Falls. There you go. Okay. <laughs> but... Um, I tell this story a lot to people who love photography because obviously they all know Alex Salt's work and Niagara um, is such an iconic body of work and publication. And, um, but uh, it's really interesting because for me being from Niagara Falls, when, when this book came out, it felt like someone who lived there their whole lives Mm. made this work Mm, mm. and which was really both depressing and um, and impressive <laughs> and amazing. simultaneously yeah. um, because it's so spot on. And um, I think because my sisters and I uh, kind of grew up in these uh, in our in our father who had a truck stop yeah. uh, with a 24 hour diner Love. and also a no tell motel. And a What's petrol a no-tell motel? Oh, you don't want to know. Oh or my god! You? Oh my god! I do. <laughs> is it the sort of place that a that's photo like slut a, might frequent? That is. That's exactly where you'd find. Oh a photo my slut. god! Is it like charged by the hour? 
Uh, they wish. Or we would get that question quite a lot when wow. I worked there. Yeah. Uh, if uh, if I worked the night shift at the motel, you'd get truck drivers in and be like, how much for the hour? I was like, oh, no, sir. No, no, no. It is. You're in for the winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're here for the night. Um, oh, my God. Amazing. But uh, for, the, for people who haven't seen this big, beautiful book. Um, Can I photograph you while you open it? Just, <laughs> just for the readers back home. You I'll can photograph the book. Can we move all like liquids? All liquids, really please. Anxious. Um, Amazing. Yeah, yeah, maybe get that cover. Yeah, it's but so It's nice. so beautiful. And it's it's interesting. I mean, a lot of the photographs in this are from the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. Mm. And um, obviously, I'm from oh, the I didn't know side. that there was another I know, side. It's a common misconception. Wow. That's um, a, yeah. But a lot of these motels, uh, you know, we've seen our, our whole lives. Yeah. Um, they're not there anymore, a lot of them, sadly, because I think that it is kind of like uh, a lot of Niagara Falls lore, if you will, yeah. um, is in here. But um, when Alec was making this work, he has a, he had a residency at SIPA Gallery in Buffalo. Right. And um, I had just graduated university and got a grant to work at an art school in Italy. And every week I would... I would buy a phone card. Um, this is before smartphones. Oh. And um, I would buy a phone card and I'd call my dad and see what was going on. And he he was like, oh, Chrissy. <laughs> oh. Um, you'll never guess who came who came to the Dunes. His motel was called the Dunes Motel. The Dunes. Um, mom, mom called it the Bates. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Love um, that. But it was officially called the Dunes. And um, he was like, oh, Chrissy, you'll never guess who came here. Um, there was a photographer. He had a view camera, which... Uh, is one of the cameras that I studied in undergrad yeah. and um, uh, he was like just like you he was like his is a bit bigger I was like oh it's not the size Rude. of the <laughs> <laughs> <Rude>. and, uh, <laughs> um, he. but I was like I was taking the piss and I was like oh oh, was he a magnum photographer dad and he was like yeah yeah he was oh oh, do you know him I was like yeah dad I know all the magnum I know them all <laughs> I know them all but um, I thought he was joking he was like okay stay right there I'm gonna go get his business card he comes back and it was like Alex South magnum photography whatever and um, I was just like I was like oh my That's god mad. um but he met everyone in my family except for me That's so and rude. i was like this is so unfair so but i was in italy at the time so i was like wow the one time yeah. alex south comes to oh niagara but um my dad took these photos <laughs> these photos of him my dad these. always carried a disposable camera with him and um he he took this photo of alec photographing the dunes motel and um <laughs> i love um, he, you can see his thumbprint over the that. lens, so classic. Um, but many years later, when I was living in the UK, uh, Alec was doing a book signing with Mac uh, at Photo London. Yeah, and um, I was like, you know what? Like, it's my time. Let's go. I'm gonna. I've Let's got nothing it. to lose here. Yeah. And my dad was like, Chrissy, can you take the photo that I took of him and see if he'll see if he'll trade you for one, the one oh. that he took of the dunes? Oh. But he he actually took more than one. Um, but we've never seen it. It didn't make it to the book, and it's never been at any of the exhibitions that we've seen. Anytime right. Niagara, anytime Alec has a show anywhere, uh, everyone in the family tries to see it, but it's not and there. we've never seen. Oh we're like, God. oh. But um, when I went to his book signing, yeah, I bought the book. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, and he was signing it, and um, I slide this photo over to him, and I was like, my dad and I were wondering, can we trade you? <laughs> can we trade you this um, this disposable camera <laughs> photo? of yourself uh, for the ones that you took my dad. And he was like, you know what? It was a long time ago. I don't even think I have the negatives. I didn't have a studio manager yeah. then. 
I'm not sure, but um, I'm coming back to London in a month. If I if I have them, I'll bring them, bring with, them, with, them yeah. with me. And um, he was like, I'll be at this party in Shoreditch uh, oh my God. for Magnum. He was yeah. like, just just go there and um, and I'll bring them with me and you can have them. And uh, so I sent him a photo of, of what the dunes was so that yeah. he knew which one it was. And um, he was like, great, I have these two photos, come and collect. So I get there and there's like a bouncer. It's like Milk Studios shortage. Oh I show up. Um, there's a bouncer at the door with the, you know, the proverbial list of names. Yeah. And I was like, 100% guaranteed I'm not on that list. And um, he was like, no. And I was like, oh, my God. I told him I was a courier and I was here to collect something from Alec. And he was like, yeah, make it quick. And I go in there and every friggin' Magnum photographer is there like partying. Oh There's like drinks. That would be great for our expose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next stop. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I went into, uh, there was a table tennis tournament in the Oh my room. God. And of course, Alec was on the other side of it. And I was like, if you think he's good at photography, I think he's actually probably even better at table tennis. But so he's playing table tennis. Some people but get everything in life. <laughs> Some people just have it all. They really do. Uh, but, but he was playing table tennis and um, he, he saw me and uh, he, he gave me like a thumbs up Love. as to say like, oh yeah, I got this. But I, I waited in a queue three hours long with a bunch of bros who had their Alex South books like, Alex, could you sign this? He's like signing books in one hand and then playing table tennis in the other <laughs> and winning, by the way. And uh, uh, so it, it gets to the end of the night. Um, he brings over these two photographs of my dad's motel. Oh, can I which You can see, them. please do. Um, but you can see like my dad's handwritten sign, ring bell. He always wrote in capital letters. So anytime you see the gallery logo, it's yeah. always capitals. Yeah, circa. love that. And that's like a nod to Frank. I love people that <laughs> write in capitals because I do as well. They mean business. I, it's, oh, that's with yeah. you as well. 100%, I love it. <laughs> You're an entrepreneur. I love this. Can I just say as a small segue, when I was at... I hope she doesn't listen to this, but I doubt she will. But she is. When I, when I was at Luke's parents' house during lockdown, they have a neighbour that's really annoying. And Luke's mum put up a sign in the window because she comes around like completely un uninvited. And they put uh, no visitors without like prior approval or something in a family home. I was like, I'm going to make that, that now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's all get them up. Oh, I love it. I love the that's green. That's amazing. My mum chose the pink colours. Love it. And it's so funny because my my mum loves tropical weather and whatever yeah. so it was like this is niagara falls new york where it's snowing yeah, it's snowing say, 11 it's months like... out of the year but she wanted to make it i think a, a little bit like like miami or something love, um to liven that. it up palm springs baby <laughs> comes to mind oh and my then God. that's the the second it... photograph with the absolutely <laughs> desolate car park not a single person there although uh, one of my cousins lived there and actually my dad employed a lot of homeless people yeah. and they would live there too okay. and he always would employ them because they never took for granted the opportunity they yeah, were given yeah, yeah. and he would always say these are my best employees yeah. and he was right um, where was the ice machine because I know that's like a motel thing isn't oh, it oh yeah no you gotta go to the petrol station the petrol station <laughs> I, love I follow a woman from uh, Missouri on TikTok and she's always talking about like she goes to the petrol station and she gets like ice um, and like gets like smell of ice and ice and then like fills up her like cooler and then like goes the down essentials. to the river. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I just love this way of life. Like I love it so much. I said it earlier as well. I don't really like galleries and one of the first like proper, proper exhibitions I saw 
was at the Science Museum, weirdly, and it was an Alex Toth retrospective. I saw that, right. Yeah. And it has the love notes that were yeah, found yeah, in Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the first exhibition that I was like, oh, shit, like, I get it. Like, yeah. I get what we're doing here. Like, I know what we're all looking at. I love that you saw that one. I yeah, it was amazing, well. wasn't and, um, it? It was, it was such a brilliant uh, retrospective, yeah. like, of uh, an overview of yeah. all of the work. Yeah. But I think seeing the the scale of the the sad love notes that really inspired my Mm. work when i was in getting my master's Mm. and all of my work at the time became about love letters and like historical love letters i love them i wish i wrote more of them oh girl i mean there's still time i know (laughs) (laughs) hello (laughs) oh my god maybe i should just write them to like random people (laughs) yeah not random random but you know no i love it um at the same time was the uh funky berta exhibition as well do you remember that it was on at the same time as the alex south one and it was stranger than fiction oh my god yeah, yeah that was that's, amazing that's my favorite. that was one of my favorite exhibitions that i it was, so was good. i was like the science museum the people at the science knew? museum were like we're fucking rolling they were in clued in yeah done. no they were <laughs> let's do it we're here now yeah i know best exhibitions mm. for sure i know those two back to back i was yeah. like this is the maddest place i've ever been in my life I was like, like wow the science museum yeah. and i was like what's real and what's not real and i wish I'm, i knew sooner yeah i remember my lecture being <laughs> Yo, like, what is the real? point i was like oh my god that's the point <laughs> Whoa. so i uh, never saw it coming um so when you got all of your stuff out the thing yeah. that i remarked was oh my god it's like real stuff like it's physical stuff i i felt so old but yeah. no, also no, it was perfect. like oh how it's interesting amazing. that things really exist still i love it <laughs> i love it so much um yeah what's next i mean i don't even know because um i actually have or i have one thing that was digital it actually it is can be real, there's no judgment but the here. only the, <laughs> i've it's an ancient relic so i only oh have god. the digital okay uh, documentation of it which was that article yeah um, yeah yeah <laughs> that was written about my sister and i the yes, first exhibition that. that we ever curated i'll put that on instagram if <laughs> yeah. I can. yeah it's amazing but a lot of people have been calling the question my credibility as a curator um mm. to which i have to say i i don't actually have any experience now, like I'm, most jobs that i've I'm ever really had i'm really interested in this because i said maybe well i don't think i was harsh but, <laughs> Um, a friend of mine who's also my student now this is a complicated situation because she was my I've spoken about her on this before but I I leave her nameless because I don't think she wants to um, have a name to her but she will be coming on one day so she was saying that she wants to do a masters but maybe not in photography and maybe in curation and like in my mind I didn't I, I don't understand what why you would pick to do an MA in curation over doing extended study in your selected area to then become a curator because i think if you do photography or you do painting or you do sculpture if you study at that high level that theoretical level you understand how work works together anyway but you're gonna probably school me on this so you'll tell me you'd like to think (laughs) what did you do your ma in uh it was called i mean my official degree was digital media and educational technology oh okay but yeah. all of that to say, it was conceptually, it was a research-based mm. uh, remote residency program okay. that was like, we don't really care about how you make this. We care about what the idea is. And oh, nice. The idea for me has always been my favorite part and like the concept. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I don't want to execute it. <laughs> I don't no, that's... Idea. <laughs> yeah. 
We can outsource that. Yeah. Fix him first. I've always been really bad. Like I've always had mm. absolutely horrendous craftsmanship or like even in photography. Oh my God, in photography. That's oh my like God, really, my negatives. Oh my God. Do you know a colleague of mine? I feel bad for even saying this. <laughs> Apparently he they was talking to are. one of the students. <laughs> yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> Apparently he said to one of the students they were like really struggling with like their technical ability and Apparently he said, oh yeah, but like Laura's your lecturer and you know, like her technical ability is like, you know. Oh my God. For the listener, I'm like waving my hand <laughs> horizontally. And I was like, fuck, yeah, my technical ability probably is it's like that. It's a thought that counts, okay? Exactly. You know, <laughs> A for effort. Um, that's why I'm always put on theory modules. Anyway, but yeah, I agree. The idea is. That's know, my favorite bit. Yeah, 100%. Me too. And I love, I love it when. That's why I love teaching first years over third years because the light hasn't dimmed in their eyes yet. Like, <laughs> it's not like they're not done yet. They're not like they don't have to go out and make a living. Like they can work in a pub and just make the most maddest work and like live so life love. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they haven't been jaded. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They haven't been told no. Basically. Traumatized. Absolutely. <laughs> but the idea, you know, carry on. Yeah. I interrupted no, you madly. Um, it was funny because it, it was a research-based program and it happened in Berlin over three summers. And um, mm-hmm. uh, so Did the rest of the year, Pardon? Did you go to Bergen? Am I saying that right? Bergen. <laughs> and live to talk about it. I, um, I got in. Can you believe that? I got in. What? Well, I've only been Yeah, once, I can believe but, it. Well, well, because I didn't want to be there. That's why they let me in. I was like, well, let's try it. And then they were like, yeah, come in. I was like, for fuck's sake. I don't want to be Again, guys. Yeah, again. They were like paying here. you, please come in. Not again. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. it was uh, it was a really interesting experience, but um, yeah, it's always been the concept that was the most interesting part for me, and mm. I was always I was always had really horrible craftsmanship, but that never mm. stopped me um, from trying. But yeah. I think that's why I like doing like my freelance work. I'm doing art direction, and yeah. it's kind of like you're just giving people guidance on what you know they can yeah. make possible. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's my strength is always the the idea. Um, yes. So one it's of so my cute. one of my many jobs I've given myself is uh, Valentine editions, yes. which is uh, which exists online for digital exhibitions. But I also annually make a publication dedicated to a really simple theme. Mm. And so it's kind of something that if you identify as a photographer, you definitely have a photo in your arsenal that will respond to this because yeah. it's something that you see every day. You describe it as case studies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But what I love about it, um, I mean, when, when I was young, it took me a long time to learn how to read. So I really okay. feel like I appreciate language. And right. I, when, we would have like library time and like choose your favorite book. And I was like, I don't fucking know how to read. Um, but so I would always gravitate towards books with lots of photographs in mm. it because I was like, I can gather the visual information yeah. and devise my own assessment of what's, what's there. Here, yeah. And um, I find that I really, within my own photography, but also photography, I gravitate towards um I really love instructional photography, like oh how to God. how to do something. <gasps> I love the straightforwardness of it. And do you know, I'm obsessed with stock imagery because oh, I yeah. love the idea of like... I work with it so much as an art director. When they have to like play the 
Oh, yeah. Like, it's so funny to it's me. It's so comical. And the yeah. actors they get, uh, it's really funny. But I, I think it can also really be an art form. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, because you, there's so much that, like, we did um, a thing where we had to uh, produce uh, school informational booklets. And the thought that goes into the picture that's on the front, because it has honestly, to encompass everybody. Yeah. But it has to not differentiate, but it has to include, and it has to be this, and it has to be that. And I was like... Yeah. Like, you know. It's brilliant because it's like, how do you explain something to someone who's never done it before yeah. without words? Yeah. And, um, and it it's has actually to be really difficult. Super effective, but like super yeah. simple at yeah, the same time. Exactly. Yeah. And um, the current theme for Valentine editions this year is hands. Oh, I noticed. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I and um, one of my favorite books about hands um, is by Bruno Munari, who. Um, is an absolute design icon okay. for its supplement to the Italian dictionary. And um, uh, for those who aren't familiar, mm -hmm. um, he's made this beautiful publication um, about w how to how to do every Italian hand gesture and what they mean. And this particular book is translated into four different languages. Amazing. Um, but I remember when I when I moved to Italy, I I didn't have any prior knowledge of the language, and um. I it was it was so surreal going to this place that I had learned about for years and like really fantasized about you know like what it would be like when I got there and um it definitely doesn't didn't disappoint but imagine being anywhere and not being able to express yourself or understand another human being yeah, yeah. and um there's so much expression through hand gestures mm. and they actually mean things yeah, you know yeah. it's and not just frivolous <laughs> it's like it's actually something like it's a language all its own yeah. and it's so fascinating and um so this book was was a real catalyst for uh the current theme um but it's also something uh with valentine editions i kind of am an image hoarder and mm. i'm always looking at uh new photographers old yeah. photographers uh and the work that they've done and um I kind of collect it on mass and then revisit it and see what kinds of things people gravitate towards. Mm. And one of them is hands. Yeah. And um, that was kind of they're the maddest things. Nice. Hands are the maddest <laughs> things in the world. But yeah, I love it. So, so this is a dictionary that supplements words with hands. It's actually incredibly beautiful. Yeah. Um, like as a as a photo bible and um. I love it. Like I get so much shit for always exhibiting black and white photographs, but I think I love a huge portion of yeah. that is based on instructional photography yeah. and it kind of simplifies so that you're looking specifically at what's actually there and not kind of uh, the seduction of a color. Mm. And mm. you really take on board every single detail. And, and what, what I also like about black and white photography you know, it's like we we see the world in color, and so when something's black and white, that was an intention by the artist. Yeah, and it's immediately expressing that they've made the choice to omit the color mm -hmm. so that you're observing an action or a texture or yeah. or something else entirely. You're not distracted because I think I think color is so powerful, and uh, people use it to inject personality. But mm. I feel like I I use it really sparingly so that when when I do use it. It has impact still. 100%. Yeah, like swear words for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably use them a little bit more than I should. No, I agree. It's like, it's not to be seduced by something that's very 
almost easy primal. to be seduced yeah by. yeah you're just like <clears throat> like i love yeah. that color no i mean it's so mad that i think that i'm so educated in like visuals and like communication show me anything in the shade of pink and i'm done i'm sold <laughs> like, i'll sign my life away but um no i love it it's funny this is maybe they not... should do a photo slap pantone oh my god <laughs> my dream um it's weird because i'm i'm rereading maybe this will make more sense when my last episode goes out um but i'm rereading a book that uh, i was reading when i was 15 which is crazy because it's very naughty um but it's based in venice and i'm only about a chapter of two chapters in even though i've read it before um and the way they talk about color and the way they talk about sound and like texture and everything is like and this is why i think i loved italy so much it's so seductive and everything is like they describe venice that this is back in the 1800s but is a everything is seductive everything is a party everything is like like relish to like the nth degree what's not to love exactly and there is this sort of element of like stripping back the romanticism and how do you do that when something's like two-dimensional in a in a picture and like you know but weirdly enough on the topic of alex south in that same exhibition that we were talking about the picture that really got me like in the gut was a massive picture of the disco ball if you remember yeah, it I and i was like <gasps> <laughs> but maybe that's because it was the closest to something that something that's like pink would give me that same feeling yeah, I don't even know. though it was black and white yeah, yeah 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 but um no i love it i love black and white i look great in black and white in color not so much my adult life most people call me christine mm. but it also depends I guess where I am, like in yeah. Italy, it'd be Cri. Cri. Oh, I love that. <laughs> they don't use the S. Like, uh, and then, but most people just say Christine. Mm. But my parents are always like, Chrissy. <laughs> yeah, my parents have two nicknames for me. Oh, yeah. That aren't my name. One is <laughs> Lamb, which I got tattooed. Uh, and the other one is Beely. Oh, where'd that come from? I don't know. <laughs> well, apparently they both used to call me Beely. But then when they divorced and when I was like two, they were like, oh, well, we can't have the same nickname. So my mum went to Lamb. And then I wanted to get a tattoo. I got my first tattoo in Saint-Tropez. And I got the, this was it. Good choice. And that's how I thought my mum would allow me to have it if I got the nickname she called me. Yeah. And the only thing she said to me was, I'm not going to give you money to get a tattoo and pay for your dinner. So you need to pick one of them. And I was like, I'll get a tattoo then. And I did. Yeah, never asked me for ID never asked me for anything I was 16 and I was like wow. fresh, fresh, let's go <laughs> happy days I know amazing what time do you have tattoos not yet <laughs> are you gonna get some no uh, I'm commitment phobic I know it's I love that though. was it Kim Kardashian says um, I wouldn't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley love that <laughs> and every time I have a tattoo I'm like <laughs> I remember that <laughs> um so we have two other, three other things, sort of three other things. Oh, I kind of brought like every. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That's great. What do you think you want? Do you say we're doing it in chronological order? Oh, yeah. I think that was just the best way or the okay. easiest way for my mind. So to which is next process. then? Oh, we've already done those ones. Actually, I've done it out of chronological order. Oh, order. my God. Plot twist. Me, that's um, kind of great. That's kind of on brand. So. Should we speak about the, uh, the newspaper article? 
Yeah. Okay. But I said I was going to put it on Instagram so that people could read it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I'm yeah. not reading it. <laughs> read the whole thing. It's an ancient relic. Um, I guess, lastly, maybe the book that I made about my dad. I mean, yeah. I think because the gallery. But what about these? Yeah. So this, um, being from Niagara Falls, one of the natural wonders of the world. Yeah. Um, it was... It was a really popular, I guess, subject of a lot of mm. photography, especially at the turn of the century. And um, there was a period of time when Buffalo, which is where I was born. Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, okay. New York. I feel like Not I, Canada. I feel like there's like a famous like rapper from Buffalo, New York. That That's why I know it. I, I'm sure there are a few, actually. Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised. I'm surprised if they've owned up, but um, it's <laughs> it's pretty gritty. Like if you've ever been, love there. that. Yeah, <laughs> love that. really good food though. I highly recommend. When I was on that trip that I told you about to New York, when I was in my oh, yeah, delay yeah. levels, we got uh, laid over because our flight couldn't go or whatever. Very Bristol sound effects at the moment. Um, <laughs> the so, so we were stuck at JFK, which is in Jamaica, Queens. And oh, yeah. that's where Nicki Very Minaj is from. Oh, yeah. So we took loads of pictures with like the road signs and like... <laughs> <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, my, my OG queen. Um, you will love this. My twin sister who lives in Los Angeles um, <sighs> is a prolific graphic designer and was approached by Nikki to do her new packaging for her new cosmetics brand. She declined, by the way, because she's so in demand. Oh my God. I would have cut everything I was ever doing in my life to do that. Oh my God, my queen. Oh my God, that's another. I mean, she might still be looking if you're interested. Imagine me do it. I'll make it on like Microsoft Paint. <laughs> oh my God, what a I queen. I you do a good job. Well, that's been said before. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. So we have in front of us, I didn't really know what these were, but I'm probably less educated than everyone else who knows what these are. So that makes two of us. But, they are. Um, my, so being from Niagara Falls, and actually it's so funny because my dad does not, con like would never have considered himself a photographer, but mm. knows loads about photography i think because he lived on this earth for so long in the development of the history of photography yeah. but um every time he found a stereo card which um is one of these yeah. so if you have a stereo camera which i i have a russian one called a sputnik and okay. it takes two photographs simultaneously and when you put them together and view them through a stereo viewer it makes a three-dimensional yeah. image. And um, these are all of Niagara Falls, which was like one of the most popular, I guess, uh, subjects of stereo cards because um, it's a natural wonder. Yeah. So I have this huge stack of them of all of Niagara stack. Falls. That <laughs> is a stack. Love. But anytime, it's funny, like there's, um, he kind of had this, this shrine almost uh, in our house where um, that my mom so owns now on the Niagara River and um, it's either Alex South articles Great. Like, from when he made Niagara or the photographs that he took of the dunes, my dad's motel um, or uh, just like really old school Niagara memorabilia Love. like uh, um, just old photographs and maps and, and slogans horseshoe fall i love the stamp <laughs> on it as well oh. so old school but yeah i never get 
it's funny because even though uh, my whole family, you know, we're from there, we've grown up around there our whole lives, but it's still, whenever you see it in person, it's yeah. so amazing. Yeah, and, I would love um, to go. <laughs> you say that now. It's oh. kind of like an episode of The Wire with snow. It's like... <laughs> I'm scared. I always think about... um. Pam and Jim's wedding in the office. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's funny that you mention it. Uh, the place uh, where they have the the reception. We've been to so many times, but they knew my parents. And in fact, every time we go back there, someone knows my mom and, or dad. And they'll be like, oh, you're Jerry's daughter. Or like, oh, oh you're Frank's daughter, whatever. But um, it's really funny because I think as someone who's lived in, in different countries my whole adult life and I haven't lived there my whole life but my parents have so it's like they know generations yeah. of families yeah and, I love that it's such a huge Italian community and it's like everyone knows everyone mm. and, oh you're this person and I kind of know everything about yeah. you from the moment I love that born. I mean it terrifies <laughs> me but I love it it's funny because when I started doing this the first Thing that I referenced in the first episode is that James Barnell picture where they're all stood on the steps at a wedding and it was like that's a life that I crave that I used to have when I was younger when I like was with my nan and like in this tiny little area in London that we used to live everyone knew everyone it was like the most tiniest community and like I really miss that like I, I guess I kind of I'm trying to build my own yeah but yeah I love that I think it's really like a safe thing to grow up in or like you know you have people watching your back or like yeah you know. it is a really interesting thing and I think it's changed so much due to let's say the internet yeah 100% but uh, I remember on one of our family reunions we went to the mountain town where my father's father's from Ovindali mm. in Abruzzo in Avezzano amazing and um, it's like two two and a half hours south of Rome and uh uh, we went there for a family reunion with uh, like a coach full of Americans who are like super enthusiastic and like want to eat pasta and like oh. meet our family or whatever. And we're just walking around the town and we did a pilgrimage to the actual home where my grandfather was born. And we're all like taking pictures or whatever. Love. And this little Italian woman, Gina, she was called. Gina. Uh, she came out. She lived next door to where my grandfather was born. And she was like, what's all this commotion? And we're all, all my my dad's entire family is like outside, like paparazziing this building. Love. And um, we're like, oh, you know, like we're we're descendants of Amerigo Serkia, and he was born here in Villa. And she was like, yeah, I know Amerigo. So you're his family, huh? You look just like him. Oh and um, she she like burst into tears. Uh, I think because it had been so long. Yeah. I guess he he died in. Uh, the 80s when my youngest sister was born and um, she was like uh, it was kind of like I don't know if you'll get this reference because they don't have them over here but it's kind of like an Olive Garden commercial and everyone got really I know emotional. Olive Garden I know about the, I know about the breadsticks <laughs> that's all I know legendary yeah, yeah I know about the breadsticks and but I know about the chicken Alfredo emotional and like my dad like uh, like leaned over and like kissed her hand or whatever and um, she said El mondo è molto Grande, my uncle, anche molto piccolo, and it was the world is very big, but it's also very small. Oh, and I, I feel love that. that. Way. Isn't yeah, that the I cutest love that. thing you've ever heard? I love that. Oh my god! And um, it was so funny because I was like, he lived there in you know like yeah. the nineteen twenties or something okay. crazy. Oh, yeah, and um, she still she was just a little girl when mm. he was living there, and um, uh, but it is 
it is a small world and mm, I think I mm. think the photo world is kind of like that. like everyone Bloody knows who everyone is it is I love this idea of like you living through her to somebody who was related to you because yeah. even though like you're tied by like blood but she's able to like give you you know something to like add to your experience of like going there I don't know that's so sweet yeah, I love that no, it, it's so nice like I mean <laughs> anyone who's met an Italian can attest to the mm. fact that they make every moment really special yeah and actually give a fuck about who everything you are is and where big you're from. <laughs> yeah yeah and must be too yeah 100 yeah and just want to yeah. know your story and be yeah. a part of it and what is this thing about in italy that every other week is a festa and there's always a bloody party why not yeah like every day is a party <laughs> know how to live <laughs> trying to explain when i lived there to the bloke who ran the pizza um place that we would go to that I couldn't have a glass of Prosecco while I was waiting because I was driving it was so difficult. He just wouldn't have it. He and then like, like Why? if I wouldn't drink that, <laughs> bring then he, the bottle. Yeah, he'd bring me like some biscuits and I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm literally here to buy your food. <laughs> like, Come on, leave me alone. Um, but yeah, no, I love that. I love that love. It's so like, I can hear people. Can you hear them too? Oh, right, okay. I just wondered if you can hear them better than me. Um, yeah, I love that nostalgia because it doesn't, maybe it doesn't, it's something that translates through like areas or like anything geographical or anything like that. It's just like something that a connection that you have with people that like never goes away. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's nice if you go back, you know, twenty years after yeah. you meet them, they'll remember exactly everything yeah, yeah. they knew about you. And for better or for worse. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I'll drink to that. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, mm, okay, they're back. But I think they choose to remember the good. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So tell me about. Is it this one next oh, or yeah. is it the book next over there? This, well, they're kind of one and the same, yeah. to be honest, because these these are the original photographs yeah. that I used to make this book. Okay. And they're, they're all of my, oh my dad God. and his family. Oh um, my God, I love. In Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, so he lived on a street called Ashland Avenue. And it is, I mean, oh any, any Italian who live in western new york no ashland avenue it's quite famous and it's really close to a street called pine avenue and that's where all the italians lived and he had so many stories like oh about the mafia i love the perforations around the edge isn't that amazing yeah um so i still have the the camera that was used to take these photos but he he was so amazing um at keeping everything and being yeah. kind of an archivist and unintentionally, you know, he would photograph you. If if he were here right now, he would take a picture of yeah. you. And the next time that you saw him, no matter how many years passed, um, he would have written your name on the back, written the date, um, said what, what we were talking about. Yeah, love and then that. the next time he saw you, you might've forgotten all about this day, but he would remember yeah. and remember to bring you the photograph and wouldn't say a word and just would give it to you. Love that. And, um, the first time that I met my Italian cousin Nello, um, who would have been his great nephew, um, yeah. he is a lawyer in Rome, and he came to Firenze when I was working there, and we met in the park. And I was I was really nervous. Yeah, my Italian I would be too. Was absolutely oh horrible. My God. Um, but I I told he <laughs> my dad gave me this envelope. He was like, "When you see Nello, give him this envelope." And I didn't know what was in it. I just Amazing his that you didn't know. I That's didn't know. So, um, yeah. And 
I gave it to him and it was a photograph of Nello's grandfather and he had never seen oh my God. an image of, of his face before and he had never met him. So that moment was the first time that he ever saw a picture of his grandfather and knew what he actually looked like. That's so mad. And also, that's why photographers are so important. That's what I think of all the time. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's funny that some people wouldn't even categorize. One. That's my favorite. It's so good. Iconic Frank. Yeah, that's um, great. But I always, I mean, I think that's why I'm so drawn to photography mm. is, uh, you know, when we're all dead and gone, these photographs yeah. are going to be here and still here. show our existence yeah. in the way that we chose to remember yeah. it. And yeah. they're going to say things about our time that wouldn't exist in another context. No, I agree. And they're doing that now for my dad. And they did it then for Nello and yeah. seeing what his grandfather looked like. And it gives you an insight into a world that, you know, you can't imagine because you don't know. You can't put be. those pieces no. together. Yeah. yeah. I I always think about how interesting it is to live in a time where you're you're walking the earth with people mm. who you recognize and admire mm. and um it, i think photography is the closest that we can come to time travel yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. kind of keeping an existence long after the fact yeah i love that one i love the names written <laughs> on the bottom so much again all capitals yeah all capitals <laughs> that's the best way to do it they're amazing and i love so it because great. they're like there's something really sad about um, photographs becoming images and becoming file names. I know what you mean. <laughs> and I really like them like this. It is really nice to, it's nice to have another form of human mark making, like yeah. seeing what someone's handwriting was. I love that term mark making. I never use it, but whenever <laughs> somebody else says it, I'm like, oh yeah. And I love the like unconventional sizes of them as well. Me too, they're all over the place, but they had yeah. all these different cameras. Yeah, they're great. Uh, four by five, like six by six. That's the one that I shoot with. Love. And I love that you keep them in a little book with the font. <laughs> I did when I was making um, this book. Yeah. There's, there's so many. And of course, I don't have the negatives. So it's like, they're kind of in, um, I don't know if other people do this, but I have I have a an archive box under my bed, which, you know, like if the house is a flame or something, I'm just going to- That's what you're grabbing. Yeah, that's what I'm Love grabbing that. and then launching myself in this box out the window. See, my like, worst <laughs> thing is like my, you said about craftsmanship earlier, like, oh God, I just, I'm so, I'm so organized in so many aspects of my life, but like negatives and stuff, I'll find you a negative that you need, but it might take me 25 minutes. I might have to search <laughs> like six different parts of the house. <laughs> I love to use this picture for this. And it's the box That's my part favorite of the book. Of it is part. Okay. Um, uh, what was really nice about it, I uh, worked with, collaborated with um, a maker called Fred Crouch. And I, I didn't, I kind of asked for his expertise I really wanted a wooden box mm. to house the book in. Mm -hmm. And um, without even instructing him, he he chose walnut as the wood. Uh, and he didn't know this, but that's that's a, a tree that's uh, natural to Western New York. Oh, and wow. so they're everywhere there. And the yeah. walnuts fall. And, oh, I um, love that. We had them in our garden. And... Um, I was like, I didn't even have to say anything. Yeah, and just, it was just yeah. the perfect one. And um, so he made this box and the cover is made oh, of wood. Amazing. And I had my dad's uh, signature 
etched into the wood and that's exactly how he would sign his name again all in all capitals, capitals. great of course <laughs> But uh, it's a concertina, and on one side it has all the photographs that you just saw scanned in. Oh my god! In chronological order, from the start of his life to the end. <gasps> and then on the back, I scanned the back of the photograph. Oh my god! So you can see his mother's handwriting, my mother's handwriting, my father's handwriting, and even the the black paper that the uh, photographs were glued to that came off. That's when amazing. they were separating the photographs and how much they've aged over time. Oh, wow. That's my dad's handwriting. I love his handwriting. It's like similar to that. It's so <laughs> cool. He always wrote in capital letters. Like, that's him as Cyrano de Bergerac for Halloween. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I that's love my that. mom and dad in front of Junior's truck stop. You can see he's oh, wearing yeah. the, the shirt. Mom oh. looking like Jackie O. Yeah, I was going to say, I love the fact that she's like, mm -hmm, and he's she's like, I'm just here in my... stylish woman. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that was their wedding. Amazing. And uh, when the priest uh, said, you may kiss the bride, dad turned around and he stuck his tongue out and he's like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> but he was always doing things like that just to make, make it memorable. You yeah. Yeah. Um, so he had the truck stop as well as the motel. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was all, it was a, it was a one-stop shop. <laughs> Why was the truck stop not called June's as well? Or was that just practical oh, reasons? Oh, yeah. So the truck stop was Junior's and there was a motel above the truck stop also called Junior's. Okay. And, um, but he, he bought the dunes from a different family, but oh, it was right okay. next door. Um, the Bates is what I'm saying. The Bates. <laughs> I love it. And are you the only person with this copy? I made a copy for my mum, my sisters, and my father's brother. Love. Love that. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that everyone has one. That's so fun. So juniors, and you've got the top on, the juniors yeah, top. That, this is the 90s version, but there were many iterations. But that's I my favourite t-shirt. <laughs> no, I'll zoom in. I'll zoom in. I just want the gold chain. <laughs> I love it. My friend, um, it's really weird. Everybody in my life gets like a weird shout out on the podcast via something I've they've said so to me. I haven't done a shout out in like decades. Love a shout out. Like, oh shout my God. Oh my God. <laughs> we should do shout outs and then like. As soon as there's a microphone <laughs> in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping bombs. Then my friend rang me the other day. She's a yachty. So she works on super yachts. Uh, and she was ringing me about some photos I'm doing for her. And she's like, sorry if you can hear the birds in the background. It's just some parrots. And she was in Florida. She's from Wiltshire. She was in Florida because that's where her yacht is. But I thought it was an eagle. And I was like, oh, she's America. It must be an eagle. <laughs> when I saw the top, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, they just fly naturally yeah, they do. around like, truck stops. So and I love the top <laughs> so much. Thank you so much. So many people ask to buy them. Um, Have you ever thought of doing a rerun? Yeah, we talk about it all the time. You should. Yeah, you should we were gonna do, do. We were gonna do like uh, the next iteration yeah. and be like, like pour one out for Frank. Or, like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other decades? Or oh do yeah, you, yeah. You do. Like oh honestly, I don't even. I don't know the exact year that Juniors came into being, but um, <laughs> I have so many shirts, and I think anyone out there who has one's a really special person. Oh my god! Um, because we we've very selective about who gets one so if you have a junior shirt um no you're amazing you, you're an amazing oh my god person you should have like juniors fest 
We did actually. Oh when I was God. a teenager, um, everyone who we had given a shirt to wore them on the same day. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> I do have the picture somewhere. Is it still going, Juniors? No. Uh, my dad thankfully retired. Um, when was that? When we were at uni. So it would have been okay. in the... Well, I won't. I won't get too much. Away. Never mind when that was. Okay, because I know about lifetime. the only place I know about that has like a cult following. I think is in Texas called Bucky's. Ooh. Is that a place? Okay, but it's like it's like a massive truck stop, right. but it has like we'll have to do a grand tour road trip. Yeah, and it has like does oh my god, oh, stop. <laughs> amazing. It has like everything you can imagine like it has like a deli counter and it has this and it has like clothes and like all of this sort of stuff and I'm, i think that's another thing about america that fascinates me is this idea of everything on like um a massive scale yeah that i just can't comprehend because it's funny to come from there and yeah. to move to europe where yeah. everything's everything's a lot more condensed and yeah sensible <laughs> yeah like, i remember when i was in new york the like the first thing that struck me apart from like this is amazing is Fuck me, the pavements are so big here. Oh yeah, like everything's yeah. Super like this size. is massive. Like <laughs> it's crazy, but I love it and I love the the yeah. I think it's great. And where was it? Uh, it was three miles from Niagara Falls. Amazing. So Niagara Falls Boulevard, Niagara oh Falls, God. New York. I really hope not Ontario. Is it not Ontario? <laughs> my my auntie lives in Ontario. I don't know. I don't know oh, why really? it's taking me so long to say this. Um. People don't believe me when I say this, but it is true. Uh, she's an alien hunter. I believe you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, she um she's really interested in aliens and she lives on a lake in Ontario. As far as I'm oh, aware that she's still with us. Oh, I don't know. Let's have a look. They got a few. Um but yeah, she like takes pictures of like floating orbs. Wow. Uh yeah. So You know what? It doesn't shock me if there are aliens among us that they're there. <laughs> I know. And it doesn't surprise me that they know a member of my family, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is what she does um, on time. Wow, what an amazing vocation. That's pretty impressive. I definitely it? never met an alien. What did you call it? I said hunter. But I don't, I don't say anything. Yeah, I don't lie. <laughs> Apparently I'm not allowed to say alien. alien so <laughs> yeah, um, I, she calls them boys, I think. Not yeah. as in like the boys, but yeah. like <laughs> boys. Um, but yeah, so... I mean, I suppose right, now we're looking for boys. Head on over. She's looking for boys. I mean, I suppose here we've come to our natural end because we've looked at everything. <laughs> what better note? <laughs> but, but what better note? But is there anything that you wanted to say that you haven't said already? Oh God. Uh, well, thank you so much. No, no, thankings. No, thank, <laughs> thank you. Chicken wine. Oh, <laughs> chicken wine. Well, thank you for coming on. <laughs> um, anything you want to say about yourself, the gallery? Where can people find you? Oh, I I'm always will always have the internet. I'm always on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. The gallery has a website as well. Yeah. Um I would love for everyone to come to Jamie Murray's Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. on the twenty seventh, uh, which is the day after my dad's birthday. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh, two days after my mom's birthday. That would be amazing if everybody would come. Um but the, the Instagram is at social gallery. Yeah, that's yeah. so uh, anything else? I just wanna make sure we've covered all the bases. Um, but yeah, we'll see everybody there, yeah. hopefully. 
Well, I'll be there, Amazing. obviously. Yeah, <laughs> you, me, and Jamie. To it. Um, but thank you so much. Thank you so um, much. We'll probably this do part so two. Fun. Hopefully, yeah. we'll do it from like Bucky's in Texas <laughs> <laughs> on our American adventure. I'll see you there on the road trip. And we're going to see my auntie Route in Ontario. 66. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I have a dream car to take there. I really want to go to Talladega. Okay, add it to the list. Add it to the list. The bucket list. Oh my continues. God, the Bucky's list. Um, the all right. Bucky's well, list thank continues. you very much. I'm going to hit and not record now. Okay. I'm More scared. wine for us. Okay. <laughs> Bye. You can find us on Instagram at aka photoslut, or you can email us at aka photoslut at gmail.com.